every time a man sets himself to learn, he has to labor as hard as anyone can, and the limits of his learning are determined by his own nature. Therefore, there is no point in talking about knowledge. Fear of knowledge is natural. All of us experience it, and there is nothing we can do about it. But no matter how frightening learning is, it is more terrible to think of a man without knowledge. There are several different scenarios that can trigger one's glimpse of knowledge. Anything from near-death experiences to intense brushes with the spirit via ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, similar things. For those that choose the path of knowledge, um, ultimately they pursue every act as something that moves them towards knowledge and capturing the assemblage point or the focal point that the ancient shamans now they would think. It's a t- way to access bodily knowledge, which is different from accumulated wisdom. Bodily knowledge is stored in the RNA that's evolved over generations of wise men and warriors searching towards a, a genetic goal that ultimately you are a product of that is the solution to the answer as well. A warrior on this type of quest has no need for fear because his choices are actuated and they're not based in reactionary fear but rather a type of calculated ruthlessness which should never be mistaken for cruelty or it is a form of uh, a form of addressing others without the pitfalls of pity that come with with other types of compassion where it never takes, never projects his own blessings or position onto those less fortunate than himself. Because to assume someone's life or someone's fulfillment is somehow less than yours because they do not have access to the same resources uh, a mistake all warriors tend to make. It's only in the middle of a storm the tears are invisible. People that are the most chaotic and the most at home being out of control of themselves are the ones that, um, that truly harbor the most sadness. These types of people, if they're not led, if they're left to their own devices, a storm ultimately blows out. The only way that uh, a warrior can become sustained and learn how to utilize their their strength and their their fury, their their more chaotic traits, to be similar to uh, like a storm on Jupiter that lasts thousands of years as compared to a storm on Earth, which lasts, you know, a couple of days once it hits the shore. In order to have that type of solid structure and core, someone that's 
you're not alone. Even if ultimately the the nature of solitude that is one of the core aspects of the quest towards the ultimate freedom is that knowledge that originates outside of the mind and the body can still be observed and and felt physically by others others of the same nature and the way that way that you find those people in the storm is by going towards it instead of leaving it that's the only way to glimpse truth in its ultimate form where truth will always try to damage the ego the eyes and the brain tend to protect us from trauma the people that have a lightning type of nature tend to be unable to avoid their past or to you know to nullify those thoughts as others tend to it's far more frightening to to deal with someone that doesn't know how to harness their aggression or to control their environment through control of themselves and those are the the people that are that are ultimately lost in the storm that have true isolation to the point they can no longer identify with other humans which ultimately leads to a inability to communicate as well as pair bond. Take for instance um, the federal government disclosing openly the existence of beings that do not originate within the earth to almost no reception. Anybody that's observed something they can't explain to others has realized the difficulty in trying to even explain that occurrence to another human being. And that type of knowledge, when everything you do becomes a, a pursuit towards that, either consciously or subconsciously, becomes extremely difficult to have any kind of conversation with anybody. The inverse of going inward and say damaging your ego where you can, um, where you just feel hopeless in front of all these things that exist that are now greater than you someone on the path of knowledge risk losing their persona instead of their ego where they can no longer make small talk because communication in general has begun to fundamentally break down for them where where words and, and small talk and repetition or just it's they're looking at pat non-repeating patterns on a larger scale so to go through the motions or to go through the common courtesies of 
language and exchange with others becomes taxing for them. A lesson that all sages learn, especially starting out, is that certain things can only be conveyed through the physical. People have to be shown their creatures of observation they have to see for themselves before their their mind and their ego can flex enough to allow them to accept it someone that's acute to or aware of these types of connections and the the response in the psyche that creates memories around them ultimately understands that you can't really combine personal truth which is entirely subjective with truth at large or universal truth that can be measured and compared against with others it is the nature of knowledge that the further one goes inward the less outward they're able to to share that knowledge one of the many traps of the tomb of wisdom and when a warrior or a man that's on the path of knowledge returns from this this crypt or this this figurative underworld they bring with them the the type of knowledge that it doesn't really need explanation it's something that that exists plainly and can be shown plainly or a, a government or a an agency body doesn't need to gatekeep the information from you it's free to everybody and it's something that transcends language.